The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. I grew up in Grants Pass, Oregon, in the Deep South, and uh, while I was down there, every once in a while, the family would go over to Medford. Uh, Medford was the big city. I think at the time it had maybe 20,000 people. And when we were in Medford, we would sometimes go to the church there at Sacred Heart, and in the whole back end of the church, there was this uh, big, um, well, I don't know what you call that, fresco kind of thing. But anyway, it was this big, huge painting of Jesus in the Sacred Heart. And over the top of it, it says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavily burdened, and I will give you rest. And being a little kid, I didn't really know where that came from, but also being a kid, I could read. So I'm looking at this big, huge painting of Jesus on the wall in the backdrop of the nave of the church, and then seeing that, and that, of course, gives an impression to a kid that Jesus is one who, if we come to him, we will have peace, and he will give us rest. It's a very nice image. And um, that was always something that I tended to understand about Jesus and God in general, is that, that he's one who brings peace and brings rest. All right, so also as a kid, I remember going to uh, cemeteries, and I remember also comic books of cemeteries, and very often you'd see the R.I.P. on a tombstone. And being a kid, I didn't know what that meant. Um, but I did remember as a kid that sometimes people would say, like, what a rip. You know, that's a ripoff. You know, and like the, the idea of R.I.P. being rip meant like he was ripped off. And so, so I saw these tombstones and thinking all these poor people that were ripped off. And I didn't know it meant rest in peace. So, of course, later you tend to figure things out when you, and you pretend like, well, I didn't really believe it otherwise. But anyway, so rest in peace. So, so people who had died, uh, the understanding, of course, is that they're resting in peace. Uh, well, I didn't necessarily like that because for me, if the understanding is that I die and I go into the ground and I'm just kind of resting in peace like a perpetual nap that just goes on forever, that didn't seem like a very good concept of heaven. And it was only later that I started to realize that, that heaven was not just taking a nap forever, you know, that it was really where God fills you with his joy and his peace and his love and this great intimate relationship with him. And you've got all the angels and saints, and, and it's like this big celebration. Well, that I could relate to, you know. But anytime we hear these words that, that Jesus speaks when he says, you know, come to me, you who are heavily burdened, and I will give you rest. Uh, I think there could be a tendency where we think of it as we're just going to take a big long nap in Jesus. And that's not really what he's getting at. Because Jesus in his own life and ministry, he knew what it was to suffer and to be persecuted and to uh, have all kinds of different hardships. Uh, but because he's the Son of God and he was uh, connected with the Father and because of 
his relationship with the Father, he was not unsettled. That he knew there was something deeper, and that something deeper is something he offers to all of us. Because even Jesus in his humanity needed that relationship with his Father. Now we, of course, aren't divine. We don't, uh, we're not sons of God in the same way Jesus is, obviously. Um, but we do need that intimate connection with our God so we can have that sense of security and peace that the world just can't give. You know, the world gives us all kinds of different lies, and it gives us all kinds of different promises. Uh, but the problem with those various philosophies and promises and worldviews is that they can't give us that interior peace that also is that sense of joy that we have in knowing that we are secure in God's love. You know, some, sometimes we talk about this unconditional love of a parent, and there is a, a bit of truth to that, that the good parents really do unconditionally love their children. And children who have that, they are secure. Uh, even in the first few years of life, if, if a child has that security of love from their parents, that they just have so many more advantages when it comes to being uh, healthy when they grow older and more emotionally and psychologically secure. So when Jesus talks about this peace that he offers us, we, we really would do well to think that it's, it doesn't refer to taking a big long nap, you know, but it does refer to having that security in his love. And he demonstrated that because of his death and his resurrection, that he went to his death for us. Therefore, we can be secure in his love and we can have what we need so that we can have that type of peace that only God can give.